we have to understand something. How can you talk about freedom and justice for all when you were brought under the banner of servitude? How can you talk about freedom and justice for all when you were brought in shackles and chains with yokes about your neck? The Bible says that the children of Israel would be scattered into all nations under the banner of slavery. This was a global slave trade. Luke chapter 21 verse 21 through 24 says you're going to fall by the edge of the sword and you're going to be led away captive into all nations. So the question for the critical thinker is this. Who did that happen to? Did that happen to the Chinese? No. Did that happen to the Arab? No. Did that happen to the European? No. Did that happen to the people that call themselves Jewish? No. What race of mankind on the earth was taken into captivity into all nations? You think this global slave trade would be not documented in the greatest history book known to mankind? You're looking at the Bible and you don't realize that it's talking about you. Yes, you. The people that are impacted by slavery and colonialism. The people that were taken to America, taken to the Caribbean islands, taken to France, Portugal, taken to Spain as slaves. The Bible says that the the gospel... The gospel of the Jesus Christ that we know of is a black man that came to set liberty to the captives. That's Isaiah 61 verse 1. Who needs saving? Who needs liberty? Does the French need liberty? Does America need liberty? Who is oppressed? Who is getting brutalized in the streets? Who is getting gunned down when you know categorically and statistically they committed no crime? You're being persecuted over a traffic violation. You're being murdered and slaughtered. Ask Sandra Bland, was she free? Ask Trayvon Martin, was he free? Ask George Floyd. A lot of people talk about that. They're woke. You're fake woke. The scripture says, awake to righteousness and sin not. Awake to righteousness. Awake to who you are. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen as we listen to the Forefront Radio, where you will find out the truth in regards to your true nationality. Yes, when you read about the Bible, when it says, my skin is black, it's talking about you. When you read Song of Solomon, when it says, look not upon me because I am black, it's talking about you. When it comes to the greatest man that walked on the face of the earth, Jesus the Christ died a black man's death, died through crucifixion, lynched on a tree, Hair like wool, feet like brass burned in a furnace. Who could this be talking about? This is talking about you, your people, the lost tribes of Israel. You were listening to the Forefront Radio. Thanks for listening in. We're going to tune to Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7 and verse 8. It says, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, 
because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. For this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. So according to the scriptures, we are going to reveal to you who the wicked is according to the Bible, their system of governance and how they operate in this world. The next scripture we're going to look at is Job chapter nine, verse 24. It says the earth is given into the hand of the wicked, the wicked, the earth is given into the hand of the wicked. So who's that? Whoever is controlling the earth right now, that's who the wicked is according to the Bible. He covereth the faces of the judges thereof. If not, where and who is he? So if it's not those that are in power today, who is he? Who's controlling the Vatican? Who's controlling the United States of America? Who's controlling Europe? Who's controlling the United Nations? According to the Bible, that is the wicked. Now let's check out this history real quick. So, I found this insightful but hilarious video called The Brief History of Albinoid People. And this is provided by a TikToker. We're going to listen to it in its entirety, and then we are going to play it again and break it down. Listen closely. Hello there. Those goddamn colorless have been through so much. And it tears me up to think about it. They come from humble beginnings, you see. They started in the caves. And one day, one of them breached out their hand and felt the burning ray of the sun. Poisonous to them. Yet they still ventured out into the daylights that turned their skin red and formed blisters on them. Their skin peeling off. They were resilient. Their second biggest fear is having water on their bodies. They avoided being clean at all costs, much like they do today. And because of that, they would eventually go on to start the Black Plague. Their third biggest fear, education. Much like today, they burned books and rewrote history. They thought science was evil. And they made up a god and did horrible things in his name. Much like today. They bred themselves with their close family members and multiplied like roaches. They made caste systems for each other and really embraced being oppressed by royalty. Their royalty couldn't even read, let alone the peasants, so the dark ages fell upon them. But there was hope. Travelers came to them and taught them medicine and science. They learned how to build boats and go to places like Africa where they learned these magnificent things that they took back home to their country and then proceeded to pretend like they made it up themselves. Can you imagine making yourself purposely delusional so you can feel less primitive? But they took a sharp turn. They decided to embrace their primitiveness and start to thieve and steal from other places. It was during this time that they developed their fourth biggest fear, Seasonings. You see, seasonings at first were uncommon and only the rich people had access to them. But with imports and exports, seasonings became more common and now the peasants could have access to them. And in response, the rich people stopped doing it and the poor people wanting to be like the rich people stopped using them as well. Until this day, they haven't gotten over that. They then went on to enslave people 
Do you know how hard it was to oppress their own people and then oppress others? They had to do two things at once. They then had to commit massive genocides in places like Africa and the Americas. How would you have handled all this pressure? Then eventually they had to give the people they stole rights. That was confusing for the poor and rich white folks alike. All of that pressure made them fragile and white woman tears are a representation of that tonight. All right, so that was the uh, video. We're gonna play it again and break down each moment with a few historical facts. Let's listen to it again. Well, hello there. Those goddamn colorless have been through so much and it tears me up to think about it. By colorless, she's referring to the groups of individuals the albinos that are known today as the Edomites, according to the Bible. They come from humble beginnings, you see. They started in the caves. And so she said they started from the caves. When you read the book of Obadiah, it talks about how, uh, and also in the book of Malachi, how Esau ended up dwelling in the rocks, dwelling in the caves. This is where we get the term called Caucasian, which are inhabitants or dwellers in caves. You also have the term called troglodyte. Troglodyte is also another term for a cave dweller. Look up synonyms for troglodyte, cave dweller, and you will know that the original caveman is the so-called Neanderthal, which are the people groups known as the so-called Edomites. We also, the, the Edomites, the Bible speaks of, the Greco-Romans, the uh, Europeans, the Americans, the British, they all descend from these people groups, okay? And it's funny because back in the day, several years ago, there was a commercial from Geico where they would say the common phrase, even a caveman can do it. One day, one of them reached out their hand and felt the burning ray of the sun, poisonous to them. Yet they still ventured out into the daylights that turned their skin red and formed blisters on them. Their skin. So she's talking about the very nature of how the recessive traits within the uh, epidermis layer of Edomite skin tones is that they cannot sustain large quantities of solar energy. They cannot sustain ultraviolet rays. And as a result, they suffer from extreme cases of sunburn, rashes, and blisters. This is a direct result of not having the appropriate protection from a lack of melanin. Um, what also occurs is due to the fact that their uh, pigmentation in their eyes are not there, they have maculate, macular degenerative, I'm sorry, macular degenerative traits where they have eye strain and eye pain due to increased amounts of sunlight, hence the necessity for sunglasses and peeling off they were resilient their second biggest fear is having water on their bodies 
they avoided being clean at all costs, much like they do today. What this is in reference to is, historically speaking, many uh, people, groups of European descent in the early uh, ages after the fall of the Roman Empire did not take baths. Um, as a matter of fact, it has been written in some history books that many of the Europeans wore clothing until it disintegrated from their body. Imagine not taking a bath. Um, I remember listening to a podcast where the podcaster stated that Queen uh, Ferd, uh, Queen Isabella, who was married to King Ferdinand, only bathed twice in her lifetime. Okay, twice in her lifetime. So imagine on a monthly basis, someone would have excretions coming from their body of blood and they don't wash it off. And the man is laying down with that funk. That's, that's, that's just nasty. Okay, that's just nasty. I can see why in ancient times, uh, in, the, in the old Victorian age, they, they, they were very uh, much conservative. But eh, that's a fact of history that they don't share in a class, but you need to know it. Because of that, they would eventually go on to start the Black Plague, the third big... The Black Plague was a period of time also known as the Bubonic Plague, where vast amounts of people groups were killed and impacted due to the uh, lack of sanitation that many of the European nations had. This also can be testified by the influences that they had once they col uh, colonized other societies, for example, uh, smallpox. And other uh, plagues came from the Europeans once they came to the Americas. This is historical fact. It's fear, education. Much like today, they burned books and rewrote history. They thought science was evil. So let's touch on that briefly. In 1777, Many of the uh, Protestants, as well as Catholics, burned Bibles in the Americas. It was forbidden for so-called Blacks to read their own documents, to read the Bible, and it was uh, forced upon the children to only read certain sections of the Bible and give the preachers certain parts for them to read. So it was considered a crime in the Americas to allow black people to read nor write. Yet when you look at the past, when black Jews and black Moors reigned in the period of time known as the so-called Dark Ages, we actually taught Europeans how to read and write. For example, the alphabet is derived from Aleph-Bet. Aleph is a Hebrew lettering and Bet is a Hebrew lettering. This by the Greco-Romans was changed to the alphabet. As a matter of fact, you can also see, like we uh, showed in the previous episode, that math such as geometry, sciences such as architecture, all came from the black races, and these things were taught to the Greeks. Now, when touching in them burning educational institutions, we mentioned in the previous episode how they burned the libraries of Egypt, burned the uh, 
During the Babylonian captivity, the Edomites burned the temple and burnt the records also during the Grecian and Roman captivities. Not only that, but they burnt our temple in 70 AD, AD by uh, Titus Vespasian. This is all historical fact, all things that you can readily look up. It's on the internet, on Wikipedia, do a Google search on it. <coughs> Excuse me. It's fact. And they made up a God and did horrible things in his name. So let's touch on that briefly. When you examine the Bible, the Bible describes Christ and God the Father as having woolly hair and skin so dark as if it burned in a furnace. When the Roman Catholic Church and the Roman system took over the religion of the black Jews, they rewind and whitewash all history. So much so that people of black and uh, Israelite and, and uh, Shemitic descent, they think of themselves as Gentiles because they perceive the Bible to be a white history book. Not knowing that when you read the Bible, the first places that are mentioned are the Garden of Eden, which is in Ethiopia, with rivers stretching from Ethiopia all the way to Mesopotamia, including the Nile, including the Euphrates, the Tigris, uh, 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 and other places that flow up. That's the White Nile and the Blue Nile, okay? The Tigris, the Euphrates River that goes all the way into Mesopotamia, Iran, Iraq, Babylon, Assyria. All these regions were run by black people. When the Roman Catholic Church took over the religion of the black Jews that reigned in Spain and Portugal, they took over and made the quote-unquote renaissance. They whitewashed the images of Christ, the images of uh, God, and they had painters to indoctrinate the people with their art. The same thing happened with the Greeks when they took the black gods of the Bible and the black gods of Egypt and gave Greco-Roman names, okay? It took all these deities like Nuit, Osiris, Ra, and just transferred it over to their Greco-Roman equivalents, you know, Zeus, Aphrodite, uh, Jupiter, Yostre, uh, 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 all these other pagan gods, right? And to top it all, the worst thing of it all was that during the period of the 1400s and onward, the Roman Catholic system had instituted and proclaimed a papal bull called Dumb Diverses, and another one, I can't remember the name of it, where they persecuted and enslaved black Jews, black Moors, kicked them out of Spain and Portugal, and forced a white god throughout the world. This is historical fact. And when they came to the Americas, Christopher Columbus enslaved the indigenous Israelites that he later renamed as Indios, which means children of God, in Dios, and Dios, in God, children of God, and renamed them instead of saying Indios, they said, instead of saying Indio, in God, they said, you're Indian. That's what happened. So let's listen on more. 
much like today. They bred themselves with their close family members in multiple. So it is a known fact that many of the royal families, including many of the presidents, have interblood relations with one another, and many of them uh, breed within their quote-unquote royal family. It's nasty, y'all. It's nasty. <laughs> Some people speculate that they're reptilians. I don't know, but that's just speculation. But it is what it is. They do have participate in uh, inbreeding. Like roaches. They make caste systems for each other and really embraced being oppressed by royalty. They're so if you examine closely, they did set up caste systems and serfdom systems where you had the peasants working, being indentured servants for the kings and queens and potentates. They reigned for a large period of time, oppressing their own people. And in turn, they spread themselves throughout the earth, exacting the same thing. The royalty couldn't even read, let alone the peasants. So the dark ages fell upon them. But they were so now she's going to touch a little bit on the dark ages, which we're going to discuss. With hope, travelers came to them and taught them medicine and science. They learned how to build boats and go to places like Africa, where they learned these magnificent things that they took back home to their country and then proceeded to pretend like they made it up themselves. So this is the same thing with the black inventions created in America. Many of the vast inventions that you have, the air conditioning unit, the refrigeration unit, peanut butter, the ironing board, mops, toilets, um, uh, the cotton gin the filament in the light bulb, the, uh, the red, yellow, and green traffic light system, all these were created by Black people. And the same things, the scientists, technology that were created by the Israelites in ancient times were taken by the Egyptians, which were then passed on to the Greeks, then the Romans, then the Europeans, so nothing is new under the sun. History have its, has a tendency of repeating itself. Black Jews and Black Moors taught the Europeans how to conduct themselves, how to bathe, how to uh, 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 do science. And they, in turn, stole that and pretended like they made it themselves. This is a fact of history vastly neglected. Can you imagine making yourself purposely delusional so you can feel less primitive? Mm. But they took a sharp turn. They decided to embrace their primitiveness and start to thieve and steal from other places. It was during this time that they developed their fourth biggest fear, seasonings. You see, seasonings at first were uncommon and only the rich people had access to them. But with imports and exports, Seasonings became more common, and now the peasants could have access to them. And in So think about this history that she's talking about. She's talking about the spice trade. Many people don't realize that silk, spices, gold, clothing, 
and other things were traded, were traded in the global systems that we know of today. But where did it start? The Greeks and the Romans used other nations to commit acts of atrocities, stealing these things for trade. In Europe, once they kicked out the Black Jews and Moors, they still had an affinity towards spices, towards seasonings. During the slave trade, the transatlantic slave trade was called the triangular trade. All manner of things that you could read of in the book of Revelation chapter 18 touches on the trades that these nations did. While they were trading our ancestors and enslaving them, they were trading sugar, corn, cotton, rice, gold, silver, horses, chariots, uh, uh, all manner of wood, ivory, all manner of precious ointments, perfumes, all the types of things that are on the stock market today had their beginnings in the slave trade. This lady is touching on a bunch of history, but she's making it in a joking manner with a lot of sarcasm, which is hilarious. But when we really start to dig deep, the rabbit hole gets further and further and further. Truth is stranger than fiction. The rich people stopped doing it. And the poor people wanting to be like the rich people stopped using them as well. Until this day, they haven't gotten over that. They then went on to enslave people. Do you know how hard it was to oppress their own people and then oppress others? So think about it. The initial start of the uh, transatlantic slave trade started with them first creating indentured servants with their own people. And then... They went from Europe enslaving their own through indentured servitude, not actual chattel slavery, but indentured servitude to coming over to the Americas, enslaving and, and, and uh, creating uh, ethnic cleansing to the indigenous populations and obtaining Israelites from both the Eastern Hemisphere and the Western Hemisphere and scattering them all throughout the world. They worked together with the Arabs, the Europeans, the Arabs, the Chinese, the, uh, the Hamitic tribes in Africa. All these nations of people had a part in the global slave trade of our ancestors. And people get so um, emotional. Why you got to talk about it so long time ago? You know what? You never say that to people that still are dealing with the consequences of your action. So sit down, learn some history, and be quiet. I had to do two things at once. They then had to commit massive genocides in places like Africa and the Americas. How would you have handled all this pressure? How would you handle all this pressure? There's a book by the name of the Destruction of the Indies by Bartolomeu de las Casas, which proves, which proves that the native indigenous populations were 
suffering from the same generational curses of Deuteronomy 28, which include enslaving, uh, having yokes of iron upon their necks, forgetting their identity. You got black folks that say uh, indigenous populations aren't the Israelites, but there were more enslaved people groups brought to Latin America than in North America. Let me repeat that again. There were more enslaved groups of our ancestors in Latin America, places like Brazil, places like Peru, places like Argentina, places like Panama, places like the Caribbean islands, Haiti, Jamaica, Cuba, uh, Belize, uh, 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 Honduras, Mexico, Canada, Hawaii. Our people were scattered throughout all the regions of the Americas. This proves the Bible to be a true book, that the 12 tribes of Israel would be scattered into all nations, like it's written in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 64, and Luke chapter 21, verse 21 through 24, which states that you would fall by the edge of the sword and be taken away as captives into all nations. This has been another episode of Legacy of the Wicked. Tune in to the Forefront Radio, www.anchor.fm slash the Forefront. Listen every week on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, and many other platforms. Hey, my friend, you have just listened to the Forefront Radio. Please leave your comment and input about the show, what you like about the show, as well as any general feedback on ways to improve. We need your help to acquire new equipment to implement studio quality video and audio to our friends. Contribute as little as $4.99. It's only worth a cup of coffee. Then we can produce documentaries, more episodes, and great info for the diaspora. Go to Cash App and enter A-P-H-I-E-L L-E-V-I to donate to the Forefront Radio to cover our advertising costs and reach more people. Catch our next episode on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, anchor.fm slash the forefront. Always remember, the truth shall liberate the mind. Peace to the heirs of promise and the heritage of the scattered 12 tribes. <laughs>